0: Welcome to episode number 107, Shiny Object Syndrome.
1: This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome, Welcome to, to
0: our level. level. We hope, hope you enjoy, enjoy the, views. the views. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Gabe Manny and Goose, who just bumped his head into the mic, my man, Shiny Object Syndrome. In this episode, the crew talks about gaining and losing focus on tasks. We cover topics that range from distractions, unfinished projects, multitasking, social media, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Daniel Goleman and Alexander Graham Bell. Guys, if you're new, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. With that being said, we like to kick things off with a definition, and this one's from urbandictionary.com, SOS, shiny object syndrome, to be driven toward shiny objects, usually related to projects in the sense that you won't finish one project before starting a new one. Were you guys aware of this syndrome?
2: Never heard <laughs> no. of it.
0: Um, I've heard of it. A long time ago, I heard of it. Um, and I understood it right away. I didn't think, I actually thought the person who said it to us was made it up. Yeah. I didn't realize, like, other people knew what this that, meant. It, yeah. um, so, I don't know. Like, I always think of, like, a baby. Like, my son, sure. Cade, is, like, weeks old, right? And so, he, at this point, I, I'm not, you know, a, a doctor or have any, you know, Pediatric background at all, but I'm assume I think that they see like shadows at this point There's not like full color or anything mm-hmm. but enough for things that obviously catches attention and anything up against a light background so let's say like a white wall and like uh, where, I forget where we were I think my mother-in-law's house and she had speakers hanging from the ceiling mm-hmm. He was just staring at because it's the contrast is so great that it catches his eye um, but then if you walk by him, he just kind of like then follows you Mm. Right. And then if someone else were to walk by, then he just follows them. That's not shiny object syndrome, but it's kind of like the same, if you could think of that concept. So anything that's like, that catches your attention, that's super attractive, that's shiny, whatever. So then it's like, it's appealing to you. And then you go from that to then the next thing that crosses your, your, you know, in your peripheral, then all of a sudden that gets Mm. your attention. So you're going from one thing to like another, um, but you have not finished what you're supposed to be finishing on this quote project if it was a project. Then something new pops up and you're like, oh, look at that, that's awesome. I wanna jump over here. So then you just go from one thing to another without ever truly finishing one thing. Um, There's people who literally live their lives like this. Um, I think we all fall victim to it at some point at some level. It's not, obviously it's all different degrees and some people are just you know, a totally different scale. Um, But does that make sense? Is like that, when, like,
1: I mean, I guess that's, that's like, short attention span type yeah. situations, but is that also, like, exasperated by just, like, our technology nowadays anyway? Just, like, oh, everything's always brand new. Like, you always have to, it's always, you're always striving for the next brand new shiny thing anyway, Liter- whatever, it be, literally, like, new technology and all that stuff.
0: Yeah. So, so okay, so an example would be, like, phones or laptops yeah. or the computers you get one, you want the new one. After yeah, then that. another one comes out, and all of a sudden, you just, there's no need for you to get the other one, but you just, you want it because it's new, it's it's more attractive than the other one. They, they versioned up on it. A lot of this is used through, uh, through entrepreneurial, uh, entrepreneurial endeavors though. The shiny object syndrome, yeah. um, a lot of it is from uh, marketing and okay. like network marketing specifically. So there are so many you know, like home-based businesses that people were at one point, and I am assuming that they still are, jumping from one to another uh, within weeks, within months. So then that's a person who has, you know, shiny object syndrome. If you gave something, you know, like a good shot or something, a year, two year, three year thing, that's different than um, every three months, you know, uh, you're, you're into a new program or to a, you know, or, you know, same, this happens a lot with diets, you know, people are going from keto diets to Rito diets. And I mean, as in Dorito diets, Um, (laughs) but you know, and and, and the exercising too, right? I mean, you have like the uh, like the CrossFit, and then you had that blew up, and then you have the freaking the not fit, and then the person actually blew up. Um, so I mean, you have all kinds of things, but it's true that the fitness industry is always it's always sure. easy to give examples out of because it's um it's it's pretty much right in your face, I guess. Because
1: uh, it's funny because it was something fairly recent. I, mean, I think it's like an old video, but it's like a there's a Comedy Central thing where the guy does like all kinds of weird clips whatever but he did a thing where he literally like created a fad diet yeah out of some guy like they, they he hired some guy like that who was at like a like a fitness like um convention or something and had him be the, the spokesman for this thing where the guy supposedly got like super buff off of just lifting boxes or lifting <laughs> stuff around your house <laughs> and it was completely made up and the, the local news picked it up and everything too no and, way and like you see like the after clips of it. They show show him creating it and then do the whole after effects of it. But it's like that whole thing, the fat thing.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Pick yeah, so so there you go. Like that's a that's that's a good example of it you know, from uh one thing to another, jumping from one whatever's in, we're doing it kind of thing. Um Alright, so now that we defined uh shiny object <laughs> syndrome. <laughs> uh I pulled this um this little article from uh, entrepreneur.com titled, Do you have shiny object syndrome? What it is and how to beat it. So I guess now we're gonna dive in at a more mm. professional level, um, talking about this uh, syndrome, this SOS. Um, all right, it starts off by saying, as an entrepreneur juggling many different responsibilities, you'll likely find any illness will seriously set you back temporarily while you recover. But there's one thing that may powerfully have lasting effects on your business, and extend far beyond a simple day or two of absence. It's called shiny object syndrome, and if, it's, and if it's plaguing you, you'll need to take action if you want your business to thrive shiny object syndrome in action at its core shiny object syndrome is a disease of distraction and it affects and it affects entrepreneurs specifically because the qualities that make them unique entrepreneurs tend to be highly motivated they crave new technology and new developments and they aren't afraid to start new projects and create new things Ordinarily, these are great characteristics, but when SOS uh, sets in, it forces you to chase project after project and change after change, never settling with one option. It's called shiny object syndrome because it's the entrepreneurial equivalent of a small child chasing after shiny objects. Once they get there and see what the object is, they immediately lose interest and start chasing the next thing. For entrepreneurs, rather than literal shiny objects, SBOs may be business objects Maybe business objectives, marketing strategies, clients, or even other business ventures. All right. So that that breaks it down a little bit. I like the distraction, uh, the disease of distraction Mm -hmm. uh, part. That's pretty pretty cool. Um, So they say when SOS gets bad, wanting to keep your business updated and staying abreast of new possibilities aren't inherently bad goals. However, SOS becomes rampant. Entrepreneurs experience some or all of those serious drawbacks. Number one, inability to finish projects. When you get excited about a new project before your first one is complete, you may jump ship before you can see any meaningful results. Um, number two, poorly planning your ideas and directives. People with SOS tend to focus on the novelty of pursuing a given strategy or making a specific change rather than the strategy or change itself. Number three, burning through cash. There are hundreds of technological tools for businesses that are impressive, effective, and downright fun to use. Unfortunately, if you subscribe to all those services or jump from one platform to another, you'll end up burning through so much cash that these tools become incredibly cost-inefficient. And the last one, confusing your staff. You aren't the only one affected by your decisions and constantly alternating momentum. If you change your business's directions too frequently, your staffers won't be able to keep up. Here's, they give us a solution. I like that. If you come to the table with a problem, bring me a solution, right? That's like one of my things as a manager. Yeah. Um, if you're gonna complain, do you have at least a yeah, suggested yeah. solution? Anyway, we're not saying that we're gonna use yours. Um, but anyway, so how to overcome it. So the first idea is sit on ideas before launching them. Before you have your team begin work On that new project that's going on to change everything take a moment do some more research on the idea and think about whether this is the best use of your company's resources so i guess that's pretty much like straightforward right yeah Mm -hmm. um the second uh, idea is communicate with your team when you have a new idea talk to your team members about it ask them what they think and listen to their perspectives concerns and needs Uh, Number three, set both long and short-term goals with each new project. Slow down when you start to shift gears. Set long-term goals for every project, including how long you anticipate the project will last. Short-term goals will help you close that gap and keep the team focused. And the last idea is uh, abandon projects only when necessary. Once your long-term goals are in place, don't abandon the project until you get there. There are only exceptions would be if your project starts costing you far more money than anticipated or the landscape has changed significantly enough to undermine the project's effectiveness entirely. So that's good. All right, so so I, I'm, I'm digging that article, right? It's short, concise, straight to the point. It provided a solution yeah. and a better understanding of what shiny object syndrome is. Um, but the thing is jumping ship like I don't know if it's prematurely. It's like they said. Sometimes you have to abandon projects that um, don't make sense, or you know, that are bleeding financially. Sure. Um, that makes sense. That's Absolutely. not necessarily it. So they're trying to differentiate that. They're saying like, you know, you're jumping from one thing to another without completing it, or just throwing everything at
1: the wall and see what sticks, but not really sticking to anything. If that makes any sense.
0: Yes.
3: Um, sounds like business ADD. That's what it sounded like. But yeah. it sounded like it was okay though. Like it was okay to have this type of ADD.
0: Right. If so so that that's what we kind of like talked about i don't know why this kind this it's always becomes like a tr- like a like a thread like in our conversation mm-hmm. um but there i don't even know what it was it was an article that i read where this guy was saying that we only have one emotion and it's excitement sure. mm-hmm. and it's how your excitement is released it could be out of anger it could be out of happiness it could be out of all sure. the emotions that we describe and he says it's just excitement you're just getting excited it's just your energy field in a specific direction depending on that direction. That that's the result of what you get. So, in this sense, it's like they're saying, like, this dis- disease of distraction could be a good thing if it's utilized correctly. Sure. Right. Um, because it's an energy, it's a characteristic, but it's also like an energy that you can then almost like the emotion point in the right direction. Sure. Because you can mm-hmm. get super excited and move for one thing with another within one business. You know what I'm saying? There can be little things. And when you're an entrepreneur who's um, like a small business owner, you are the business, right? Yeah. Number one, you are the financier. You are the accountant. You are the you know the lawyer. You are are mm-hmm. the promoter. You are you're everything. So you have to have that excitement, a, for excitement, or that 80 years jumping from like one thing to another. But if you're within your walls, within those four walls of like just we're here at the uh, Miguel's Riverside Barbershop, uh, 105 Market Street in Bristol, PA. And I'm thinking about the small boy. business. And if he's within these four walls, everything he's doing, he could be jumping from one thing to another. But if it's within his business, you have to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's you, you're he's everything. Like he's the bookkeeper. He's like ringing sure. people up. He's cutting people's hair. He's he's the promoter. He's the face of the you know the business. It's all these things. I think that is when it's not that when it's not bad but if he was becoming a barber and he's also then he has like a you know like a tech business at home and then when he leaves there yes. super early in the morning you know what i mean and he's doing um, I don't know something with like gardening and doing classes in garden. It's like, dude, what are you doing? Like yeah. we don't even know what you are You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? But if you're doing all these endeavors and and they're all somehow like related mm-hmm. sure then it makes sense Absolutely. But if you're doing a million different things and it's hard for people who are jumping ships so when you go from like your day job and you're doing it because you get you have like you know a career yeah. right and not that you lost passion for it, your passion for something else is much greater. Sure. And so, when before you jump the ship, you still have to do your day job. So that's when it becomes tricky, and that's where you gotta be. That's when you gotta be careful sure. for where you're allowing your focus, because mm-hmm. they're paying you, you know, a g- good money to do what you're doing. So you gotta make sure that you're doing that. You make sure you gotta make sure you're doing your job. And then the hard part is is trying to switch that off uh, enough. For then you can't, so then you can focus on your other stuff that you got going on. Does that make sense? Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. that's almost just like, that's not that hard of a thing to do if you think about like when we go to school. For example, if like you, you take a part-time class or something like that, yeah. you have to shift gears. You're taking a biology class. Your career is not in biology. Sure. So you have to be able to learn how to turn, and, turn off those things. I think that's a mental ability or disability that people have. You have to be mentally strong enough to be able to turn that switch yeah. and turn it on. And then drive that energy. You you can't be you can't come home at seven o'clock at night and completely drained and then focus on your your stuff with no energy. That that means what you're pursuing is not a passion. That can happen for one day. But if you're not pursuing if you're not whatever, like I've been up since five this morning or whatever, and I'm still going on like a maniac. But I got I get re-energized when I do this. You sure. know what I'm saying? Absolutely. When I mean, you work all day, and it's like, dang, yeah, I can be tired. I can see myself come home, eat dinner. Dinner is ready. My wife at this moment is still home uh, from having our baby. I come home and dinner's ready. I'm like, I, I, I can get used to that, and mm-hmm. I can also get used to just like kicking my feet up and not doing anything. Mm-hmm. There's a little. That's what I'm saying. It's a mental capacity. Like you have to be able to fight that. If mm-hmm. you can't freaking fight that, then all you're doing is setting your other stuff back. If you're okay with that, then you're okay with. Then you're good. You know what I'm saying? Like if all, like if you found your career and that's what you do during the day, and then you're good with that, boom, that's it. That's what you have yeah. to worry about. But that's not. What, I'm, that's those are I'm not talking about that group of people. Right, I'm talking about the people that are trying to pursue something on the side, like the side hustle, is what they call yeah, yeah. it, while they have a career or just a day job. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You will. You don't need to like figure too much out, and uh, w- with understanding what your passion is, if you know when you go home and you're, you know, there's so many distractions and so many people will do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Regardless of what excuse they have for saying why they can't do a certain sure. thing. So what is your shiny object that seems to be constantly distracting you? If you have, if, if you could say, or how can you relate to this in any way? It doesn't have to be jumping from business to business because obviously that wouldn't be the case for most of us. But is there something that has you constantly distracted in a sense that are just, or there's things that you know, like if that pops like if that crosses, you know, like your desk and that distracts you and all of a sudden you're just like, oh, dang. That, that that specific thing. I know it's not specific to shiny object syndrome, um, but do, is there a distractor?
3: At work for me, it's the reply email. Doesn't matter what it is. My inbox is my shiny. Like because I just want to be responsive and be constantly replying to right, right, right. inquiries. I could be in the middle of an email responding to the previous email I sent. And as soon as the other one comes in, I'm, good afternoon, how are you doing? And all of a sudden, it's just, I got five different screens open, all emails being started. And I'm like,
0: ah, And I didn't finish that's a good, one. That's a, good, that's a good example.
3: And I just can't, I can't seem to, and I got to go back and then you got to figure out where, where you were at and saying, Okay, what, what, what was I talking what was about? And that becomes difficult because there's always, you know, wearing different hats. There's always a phone ringing. Somebody's asking you a question. Yeah. It becomes difficult. But the email, the pop up email, and then you know, I, I'm sure everybody's email set up the same way. It's always in the right hand corner, and it gives you like just a snippet, so you yeah. see the subject line, and it'd be like you know, R E and then to whatever you said you yeah. know whatever your huh, what what he say? Subject, what did you yeah, say yeah yeah <laughs> and it gives you three gives you three like lines of the email where it's like sorry to hear oh no no nope, yeah. not happening <laughs> so I immediately just turn it off and, and go and do my thing so now that that for me is the shiny shiny object that's I'm always chasing the, the next response a clear the next email, email box yes and that's impossible it doesn't matter I have tried to work like that it's doesn't matter the freaking inbox is the death of me <laughs>
0: there's I, an obsession with that though that that the reason why um the, these these companies outside of what they are and they're very good at what they do but the reason why i believe that they continue to thrive there's something else that's um like a study that shows that people getting stuff delivered and obviously that's one of them getting an a piece of mail delivered to you that people love getting mail i sure. love getting stuff it's like a little present right yeah and you don't know what it's going to be yeah, and yeah. so it's that little unknown even if you do know it's uh, you know, like just a, okay, thanks or whatever email, or it's a little package of, you know, the new, um, you know, whatever toy that you just ordered from Amazon. I guess, and going to, to that point, that's what those, there's a
1: whole bunch of different ones now, but those mystery boxes that you get in like, yeah. you pay like a monthly subscription, you get a random selection of whatever they pick for you. <laughs> you have no idea mm-hmm. what you're getting. Be like, Isn't oh, that crazy? what am I getting this movie? I know what th- I know what it's going, kind of oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the, the theme of what it is. I've,
3: but ne- I I've never heard getting. of this. People <laughs> pay for that? hmm
1: Yeah. They do it for... those like, clothes. There's, like, knickknacks.
0: knacks you I don't remember them, oh, like, Jesus. for baseball cards.
1: That's essentially... last. Do you
0: remember what? getting packs of baseball cards? You didn't know what you were getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there I'm not, a, I'm not a,
1: paying a membership
3: for somebody to give me something
1: random. I would, oh, I would yeah. go and go well, buy this it. is the era that we're in. There. but... Yeah. but Technically, you paid you for you. something random. You didn't know. You didn't know what was going to be. Sure, in there. but
3: you knew we were getting a baseball card.
1: The cracker Jack box.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So cool. I know Category. they have watches.
0: They do have watches.
1: Yeah.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. And they send you one once a month. They send you. Yeah, you, you said. Pay so you whatever? have
0: different. Yeah, you, there's different ranges. So if like you're like you're like the hunt like the fifty dollar range, they'll send you what they say it's a seventy five to a hundred dollar valued watch for the fifty dollar membership because they get them in bulk <laughs> wholesale right, right, so right, they can right, right. sell them cheaper. Then, and then it just keeps going, like there's a two hundred fifty dollar one that you're right. getting apparently you're getting like a five hundred dollar watch right and right, right. they also this one company, I forget what their what their name is they'll every month they throw in um a random Rolex yeah, to one. a person who ordered huh. like their even if it was like a hundred dollar everyone's in the drawing, it's a monthly drawing oh, or sweet. weekly drawing, something crazy yeah. where they're literally sending out somebody like a Rolex, like a real like a five thousand dollar watch or something
3: and what's it our what's our What's human being's affinity to be like? entertained that's to me it's it's, a sense of entertainment it goes back
1: to like the adrenaline and and the rush of like "Oh, oh what am i getting this month and it's like you the 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 thought of like the excitement of opening up a box and you're like oh I love what okay. I was in there, or yeah, everyone I, I can wants understand to find that.
2: something out that they don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can understand that. Noisy, but what's, there's a fascination yeah. of it. Yeah.
3: Well, what about, what, like, what's the email? Why, like, that's so stupid to me. Like, why is that my shiny object? Like, what am I chasing there? What am I, am just, it's almost essentially well, that chasing chasing my tail.
1: progression of getting it done.
0: Well, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, you, you said it yourself. The finish, the I mean, You said product? you want to respond uh, fast, promptly. Yeah. <laughs> you want that to be your reputation. Right, right. So, and in your mind, now, I mean, years, we've been with email most of our lives. I know that sounds weird to maybe, like, like a 20-year-old 20, 20 and younger sure. right now. Yeah. But where was an era? We didn't have email. So yeah. to you, mastering that. So Imagine mastering that thought for all those years. So in your mind, you're telling yourself, I'm a person that responds to emails fast. Or I'm a person that responds to emails <coughs> on, a timely, on a very timely manner, in a timely manner, right? And so if that's your reality, that's your life, you're, you're going to live up to that. Just like, just like saying, like, I'm the best barber ever. I'm the best barber in this town, right? You're going to do your whole life and the world and the law of attraction, how it operates, it's going to do everything in its possibilities mm-hmm. to make you the best barber in town.
2: It becomes, it be, you get competitive with yourself. You're yeah. like, all right, like you say, you, you want to hurry up and bang out those numbers, make them smaller as fast as you can. Yeah. It becomes a competition in your head, yeah. in a small part of your job, your daily yeah, job. Yeah, because it, it's
3: one of the most, I mean, that's... Sometimes it's significant, but it's like the most insignificant part of my day.
0: Yeah. It's just to respond to say, Thank you. <laughs> but man, I thank you when I hit the send button. It's like, Yeah,
3: accomplishment, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: And so that's what it is though. That yeah. little sense of accomplishment. that's almost like a to do list. When you're knocking out items on a yeah. to do list that we talked about last yes. week, it's almost similar to yeah. that. There's something satisfying about I remember like trying like when I first got in like, you know, like management position or whatever. I'm like, how in like you have to there's so many things you have to mm handle now so many little fires you have to handle it right like immediately it can't wait till tomorrow kind of right. things um because they that, start to compound on one another right yeah. um so yeah i mean so there you have it but um do you go from one project to another without fully completing each yes i'm gonna say absolutely yes yes sure. well first of all isn't that
2: like <laughs> it is. well no it it was- did, but,
0: but it but it depends. The, um, Sometimes you can't finish the project, right? Like there's, I, I think I think I might have, you know, alluded to this in our uh, previous discussion, but if, okay, so for example, like I had, me and you had this meeting that was going to complete and make a final decision on this major project, but I come in the next day, that was like my only focus because this really needs to get done, and you call out. Hmm. How am I supposed to get that done? That's... I mean, that's just, yeah, it got put off, so now I'm gonna focus on something else. So me jumping from one thing to another without completing one, that's a perfect example where that's, that's what you have to do. Uh, and you can't just sit there, and also you can't let it, situations like that hold you hostage, and then you're paralyzed from now doing anything else, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So the other way is also bad, right? Just focusing on one thing is also bad.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, obsessively. yeah. It's also studies shown that we can only do one thing at a time literally like mm-hmm. our brain can't have two separate thoughts simultaneously it just it literally doesn't function that way we think we can we think we're walking and chewing gum right in the background it's processing it's firing at different times though you ever see like a something like a um some like something in motion like a uh, like those what are they, those cranks that like meet in the middle and they just keep spinning with
2: like gears. Yeah, like gears. gears. There you gears, go. Yeah. So
0: these gears are like kind of like moving or whatever. Like they they are there's a lot of them going on. Mm. So they're working together but they can't be doing the same thing. When one like a piece of the crank is uh, like a like a, the portion that sticks out
1: yeah. The other the, one to match teeth is the one that the, the, the teeth
0: yeah. is the one that's in. Yeah. For them to actually work together, does that make sense? Yes. So yeah. they're actually set at two different angles, right? For them to actually operate that way, mm-hmm. so it can't be the same. So if it's the same, they're gonna hit and butt. Yes. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. But anyway, yeah. um, do you
2: get easily
0: distracted? I do. Sure. How
2: so? Absolutely. Well, me at work, I'm cutting hair, and I have like two other barbers working on the left or right of me. And if I'm in a conversation with someone, sometimes not the most interesting conversation with someone, sure. but I'm ear hustling the conversation yeah, yeah. next door, and they're stuck on something, like oh, like the gear thing, like, oh yeah, yeah. and I know the answer. I'll just, boom, jump in and start yeah, yeah, yeah. shooting. And then I kind of sometimes leave this person in the chair, like, kind of. Like, <laughs> so I start talking, like, jumping yeah. in their conversations. Right. Or, and then, like, then I'm cutting hair, and I'm doing that at the same time. Then the phone will ring. And then all of a sudden, I walk away and get distracted. I'll talk on the phone. I don't know answer whatever they want that you set up an appointment I'll come back and I like it takes me a second to like focus on what I just got done doing Mm -hmm. but meanwhile I wasn't paying attention like the past two minutes before that and I'm like it just gets all I don't know easily distracted in that sense for me yeah hmm
3: I mean, you have no choice but to be. There's so much stuff going on in a barbershop. Yeah. Guys are talking so loud, wanting to be funny, and you're just like totally distracted. Like, oh, did that guy pay? Did that, that, that guy not pay? I wonder how much that guy tipped. I don't know. And meanwhile, is your guy happy? Is your guy not happy? Oh, Who's yeah. It? Well, that's. Who's your. in the bathroom? And it, you're constantly. Yeah. You're emotionally drained, I'm sure, by the money. Oh, end of no, the day. yeah.
2: Then there's things that people do that frustrate you, but you're, you're trying to figure out a way how to like tell them in yeah. like a nicely way. Right, right, sure. right.
3: Yeah, I don't. For me, it's cleaning the house. I go clean every room. Right. Like a quarter of the way. (laughs) I get it from my mom, too, it's the worst. I'll do the dishes and I'll keep the dishes. I'll, uh, I'll start the dishwasher and I'll keep the dishwasher open. All of a sudden, I end up st- upstairs because I want to ask my wife a question. <laughs> so I start making the bed and I start folding the clothes after I make the bed. And then, know, yeah, there's more clothes in the dryer. And as I walk by the living room, I will take the vacuum downstairs and start vacuuming. Yep. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'll start yeah. Dude, I start dusting. but at the end of the way. day, though, it it's, everything's done, done like does, in the right way. Swear, You're about to make it does. you way back it around. It takes forever, and, yeah. I, and yeah. at one point, I'm just looking, I'm standing in my dining room like. Every door Which, is open, every, yeah. every cabinet open. What do I attack first here? What do we, yeah. what do, we do? But that, yep. that is the worst for me. Like, I just can't, for, for that re- I don't know what reason, I can't, like, just start one, finish, start mm-hmm. one, finish. And I try to get, like, the partner program with me and my wife. Yeah. I was like, all right, let's go do this together. And she yeah. looks at me and she's like, well, why don't we conquer or divide, divide and conquer? Yeah. You know, you do one and I do one. Meanwhile, she just like rushing to get it done, but I am very meticulous, and we start to argue. Ah, it's such a disaster. Yeah,
0: that's funny. I am. I'm. I'm like the same way. When I know, like, for example, like if I knew like people are coming over or whatever, we're gonna hang out, especially like the nicer weather or whatever. So I'll, I'll be outside, like wiping down the tables, getting things set up, whatever and then I'll come inside for something, like a paper towel or something, because I ran out of paper towels, so I'm like trying to wipe down this table, and I'll come in and I'll see something, same thing, I'll see like shoes laying around in the living room, I'll stop, pick them up, walk them up before I forget. Oh, while I have this out there, let I me mean, squirt the windows, and or the door, so I can clean the door, and I'm gonna squirt it now, now that it's wet, I have to hurry up and do what I'm doing. And I do all these little games, and it's like, literally i'm lost in my own world Mm -hmm. but it all makes sense and it all somehow gets done (laughs) (laughs) and in my mind the best way Mm -hmm. um it's it's hilarious but yeah i mean you're right like we get so like throughout our day um especially with you know like let's just for example let's just say office setting right so you're in you're at your desk answering an email you get a phone call from, you know, you could see it's a caller ID from somebody who you've been waiting yep. the phone call. So now you completely stop what you're just doing. This person on the phone's talking about something totally different. And then a team member or staff member comes in and asks you needs a question answered immediately. Holy smokes, there's a lot going on here. Mm-hmm. And you have to be able to appropriately manage that, right? But that's not just in that, you know, setting. That's in our lives. Yeah. There's judgment calls that we're making all the time. Somebody's saying, I forget how many, it's like some obnoxious number, like hundreds of thousands of the like, decisions that we make on a daily basis. Hmm. We think of decisions That's, as like, uh, like that, a little bit heavy. Like there's like a little bit of weight that comes with that. But so many like minor decisions that you don't pay attention to? Yeah. What, should I take this way to work? Should I eat this granola bar on my way into work? Or should I wait and I'll yeah. eat with Josh, you know, I'll have breakfast with Josh? Like, no. just, they're not big decisions. Should I get gas on the way to work or on my way back? Like they're all little decisions, but they're so you just keep piling them up on each other, and then that's when you have to you know manage. It's it's not it's not that difficult. It's when you have those little things that you're deciding on that go into the back burner. Like who the heck cares when major decisions have to be made? Um, I don't know. Somehow like it works its way out. Um, Do you have a hard time getting projects started?
3: Yeah, but it's because of procrastination. Yeah. Would a fear? Now it's more because it's it's a fear of not actually accomplishing it. I don't want to start a project then a, yeah. then yeah. there's a su- there's a, yeah there's a super weight on your shoulders to get it done, and then it becomes cumbersome and, and, and it so, becomes a burden, and then it's it what's gets out funny of about
0: that is a lot of the things that I started is because I'm like now 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 you can't let the ball drop,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I did it like on purpose because I know I'm not there's no way I am letting a ball drop on that no way. My my own self, I just being competitive with my own self. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because that same thought can keep you from doing stuff. Yeah. Um, but that same one is could be, or you know, you get sick of uh, something, and you yeah. just like you just go nuts, like no screw this, I'm doing it. You yeah. go crazy or whatever.
3: Be one or the other. Definitely be a deterrent, or it could be a motivator. Just depends how you you approach it.
1: But it goes back to like what we always said. Like you you look at the whole project and get overwhelmed, and like oh, that's what you said. Like I don't feel like doing it anymore.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah, and then at that point it becomes you're just miserable, you, as
1: opposed to taking it one step at a time. Like, yeah, oh, I can do this and this and this. And house projects are always like
3: that. Mm-hmm. You rip the wall down. It's like, all okay, we'll do this, and then all of a sudden, but well, usually that's something that turns into all hell breaks nine like, oh, other things
1: went wrong God. along with the way.
3: You start with <laughs> you start with the dining room, and all of a sudden the kitchen's done. The new bathroom in the back. It's like, oh, how do we how do we get here? And we have to replace the the whole house. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <much>. <laughs> so so here here's like a, a a thought when when you are in the middle of doing something and you finally get your focus on Mm -hmm. a project, what do you do? What happens if you then get an innovative thought for a new project or a new idea that is like legit? Not just like one of your little random ones, like, oh Mm -hmm. man, I wonder how I could do this. I'm always, how can I efficiently do this, things better faster or whatever? Um, But effectively too, not just rushing through things. what, what would you do with that if that never happened to you what would you do with that so like you're in the middle of a project and like a really good idea pops in your head
3: i've learned you take advantage of those things because that good idea if not attacked or approached may, may never come to fruition or may never actually be realized i've done it a couple of times where it's just like oh you know i'll go back and do that and i've Never go back and do it. And sometimes I don't even remember what the hell it was, but it felt like it was going to be a yeah. good one. Right. Whatever that idea was, like, man, I really could have changed something. So if you got it, at least start it. If it's a good one, like if it really kind of gets you going and it, it's motivating you, why not go after it? Yeah. Or at least, like, well, someone like say you said, like,
1: oh, I got this and I'll come back to it and you forget all about it. Like, yeah. jot it down and, like, oh, I'll come back to this later on and maybe, like, see if something does grow from there.
3: At, at work, at work, that becomes a problem because you, yeah. you're doing something. And all of a sudden, this idea sparks in your mind. He's like, oh, "I got to get this done." But man, yeah. next time, next time this happens, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Well, that might not happen for two or three more weeks. Yeah. And you're all of a sudden, you're like, "Man, I had a really good idea on how to fix this, and there was a resolution here, but I don't remember what it was." Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's there's always there's always those opportunities to, you know, especially for efficiency purposes. At sure, work. absolutely.
0: I think that that's like what Gabe said. That's like the best idea is to, when you do get like a quote, innovative ideas, it depends, obviously it's situational, but jotting it down obviously is one thing. That's huge for me. Um, like in my notes and my cell phone is packed with ideas and all kinds of random stuff that I have, just notes after notes after notes, just, oh, if I had a clothing line, boom, 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 I open that up and these are all things that I would do or sayings I would have on clothing. And these are business ideas that I would have with some, and it just keeps going and going and going. And those are quote, what I would call it, innovative thoughts, but sure. I don't allow it, what I was trying to say before, paralyze me from what sure. I'm currently doing. Mm-hmm. Because it's those little things, sometimes it doesn't matter how innovative an idea is, you have to have the blinders on. Yeah. But like what Manny's saying, it could be such an innovative idea, it just depends, right? So it depends on how powerful – is that a life-changing innovative idea mm-hmm. or is that just like you're saying that's an innovative idea? Right. What's your judgment on the last 10 innovative ideas that you sure. had, right? Because you could be like silly, a silly idea when you're just making it an innovative idea. You know what, mm-hmm. I'm, what I'm saying? Um, trying to have, you, add more weight toward to it. Have. Yeah, and, and that can be your, an excuse. Sure. Well I had this innovative idea in the middle of me trying to do this project that's the reason why this project's still not done. Yeah, okay. And what happened to your innovative idea? Nothing. I couldn't approach it it became too expensive but I forgot to get back to my <laughs> original project, right? So then we make these things up and this is life. I mean, it's we are in control for a lot of things that we need to understand we are in control of. A lot of things don't get done because of our own minds, not because of challenges. Right. That's Mm -hmm. not to say that there are not challenges. Right. Life is there. And, you know, there's some things that are not I I believe that are not controllable and I understand. But there's a lot. If we actually look at what is controllable and what your belief is to accomplishing something, it it wasn't even an obstacle. It wasn't Mm -hmm. even really there. It was just a challenge Mm -hmm. that is testing your belief level, testing your faith level, whatever it is that's now become a blockage in your sight, your vision, your progression, and we just made it up ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because someone else could have went through that same obstacle and just sure. ate right through it. <laughs> Didn't even make it a problem, right? Um, so we just we just gotta understand that for ourselves. I'm not saying like, d- there's no excuses. yeah, And I'm not saying there's no reasons. I'm saying that there's good reasons to not start a project, there's good reasons to stop a project, but there's also good reasons to Approach something and and understand that it's your thinking that got you there. Yeah, right But anyway, so it was one of these quotes. I forget who said it. Uh, You can't I guess it's like you can't overcome a Problem with the same mentality that got you there Hmm. Right, so now you have to upgrade how you think again this goes back to how we operate as humans and how we perceive the world life and our approach and our belief in ourselves—can I actually accomplish it, or can I overcome this? Mm. I don't know, but I'm the one who created the mess, so now I got to do something that's going to get me out. What do I do? You know, seek mentorship or some—you sure. know—some level of um, guidance. Read a book. I don't know. Whatever it's going to take, but it's going to be a new, new thinking, yeah. right? Because that old one didn't—you know—got you in this mess. Yeah, yeah, So now you have to turn the switch. Something has to be added. Um. How do, you, how do you gain back your focus after you lost it, you as an individual? You start with a
3: small win. Yeah. you Just to get the momentum back, you start with a small win. Small do stuff something there. like reorganizing at work for me is reorganizing the desk. Okay, that starts to make me feel better. Now the ball starts to roll. What was I doing? I get myself in the right frame of mind, whether it be at home or whatever the case is. I start with a small win, and then it kind of hopefully spirals into something that's, you know productive or ends up sure. being back to focus
0: yeah i mean i agree mm-hmm. um that that's pretty much how it goes unless so, sometimes people have like like life altering events or something like happen sure. to them or life threatening events or whatever where their whole life whatever has a paradigm shift and a completely change that's not all the time though that's it that's the equivalent to like a miracle literally yeah. um and so when that doesn't happen you don't just go like you know falls out and complete something i agree you have to start small or start somewhere and that somewhere could be small it could be big yeah. but as long as you're starting any step forward mm-hmm. um the world the universe likes speed hmm. um so that's that's a that's a little golden nugget but anyway um how do you keep your kids focused on one thing
3: i i don't know i don't know uh, ho- hopefully the audience can can email you or send some <laughs> send some, <laughs> <laughs> send some notes in in on are how completely to do it. out of control you send know? some guidance <laughs> yeah send some guidance and send some emails in that are distract me from what i should be doing uh, f- f- Distract distract from know. your kids i mean they i think they pick and choose what they want to be focused on you know what i mean like you know they have their own oh, ideas yeah. and brains like they just hey i don't know how to get them to focus on one thing i know how i, I do it take away whatever they're focused on what you know, whatever they really enjoy, whether it be Xbox, whatever it is, take them away from that, and all of a sudden they become focused on what you want to get back to, what they want to get back to.
0: Yeah, I do the same. Like uh, it's like uh, something I do purposely. It's like shock their thought process, and like without scaring them mm-hmm. or like even touching them, literally. Um, it's just like uh, like if James, same thing. Like sometimes I'm saying something to James, he's staring at the TV, which drives me crazy. I'm like, oh my goodness, look at that! So now I made what I'm doing way more attractive than what he's doing, and I'm mm. staring out the window, and there's nothing there. So you made it the shiny object. Yes. So then he walks out. He's like, what? 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 I'm like, nothing. Do I have your attention? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? I'm like, all right, well, we got to get ready. It's time to go. Blah, blah blah. And I'll say something like, get your shoes from the steps, whatever. And it's creating something that's way that that appears to be you know and that's outside of like yo yelling or something yeah,
2: you're or clapping him out of that
0: yeah it's just but it's like in a, it's in a different different way and and i switch it up i was i was to yeah. say does he get used to that right no like i switch it up i'm like james where am i where am i and i start pretending like i'm <laughs> hiding
2: he's like oh, where am I? dad mom was there
0: <laughs> <laughs> literally and it gets it him, like it's just,
2: like it a little puppy it yeah yeah hilarious. yeah mm.
0: Right, he's jumping. I mean, that's what's working right now. I mean, guys, I'm only, right. I only have a four-year-old. It's not <laughs> like I'm talking about a 15-year-old kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh,
3: my God, look what's outside. That'd <laughs> I mean, um, be so awesome. Yeah, it's
0: and it's not bribery. I'm not saying like, oh, Jason, if you do this, I'll, you know, I have a popsicle. Hey. I'm not even doing it. It's, literally, it's nothing. But it's shocking his thought in a, in a funny like way. Sure. Um. That's different. I to me that works for James. I'm, I'm not saying that's gonna work for everybody, but mm-hmm. that that works for James at the at the time at the at moment. This moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So last question. Um. What do you recommend someone not do to get so drawn into shiny objects and focus on their goals? What is your recommendation, basically, to somebody who's easily distracted?
3: What well, do people tell you? Try to keep you focused.
0: No one. <laughs> No one t- The only person that probably could focus on me is like my wife, there, and that's just in a different way. But I, I can't. I don't. I don't know if anyone can tell me because then I'll get distracted on their thing or whatever they're talking about. I don't know. See, it's hard to
1: generalize. That. I don't think
0: anyone ever told me to focus, like as a grown man. I think in high <laughs> yeah, school. Yeah, pay attention. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, like in school or whatever. Um, you need like you need to focus on yeah whatever, but but.
1: It's kind of like up most, to you to kind of... Yeah, most of the time when, when... What works for you.
2: <laughs> when it comes down to that, then there's like probably like an issue with something. Yeah. You're sitting there with a couple people like, yo, you got to relax what you're doing. Focus on the right thing or whatever. Oh, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, so It's always yeah, yeah. usually like it's yeah. get back on track of whatever you got. You know what I mean? Unless it's like at work and you're having like team meetings and Yeah, that's stuff like that's that. what like I that's, thought of. That's literally yeah. what I thought okay. of. Okay. It's
0: like when we had team meetings and something More like, like a an corporate approach to of it. something. Yeah. An approach to something is not working and then we we're like, all right, we need to refocus our energy on a solution and stop basically walking into a because this is getting us nowhere. Mm-hmm. What you know, let's refocus our energy over mm. here, X, Y, and Z. Or yeah. sometimes we get hung up on something that's really not that big of a deal. And right. so then you get the whole okay let's refocus like that's that's you know nothing compared to like the obstacles we really need to be you know focusing on Mm -hmm. so yeah that makes sense like when it comes to like work or something like that. Project. I think providing
3: perspectives always good. Like when you're you're essentially you know chasing pennies while dollars are falling out of your pocket. You're like, what are we talking about here? We're talking about thirteen dollars mm. when we're losing hundreds of dollars right. mm-hmm. students, you know wasting to trying to make this decision. Right. So providing kind of you know a different set of eyes or a different perspective uh, always kind of brings you back to center.
0: Right. Like, exactly. Like you have four employees. Who all get paid twenty five dollars an hour? And that's a hundred bucks, right? Mm-hmm. And you're you, you guys are trying to figure out a fifty dollar problem, right? Mm-hmm. So now, now you're just losing money in that, and it takes you an hour to figure that out. And like, dude, it, it's obviously not that big of a deal because now we just paid an to stay after another hundred dollars, you know, OT, and God forbid if it's like a time and a half. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's a very basic example, but that it's yeah. that you know you're arguing over something that you know now you're losing money um all right perfect all right so let's wrap the episode up with quotes the first one by daniel goleman one way to boost our willpower and focus is to manage our distractions instead of letting them manage us Mm -hmm. Hmm. very good and the last one by alexander graham bell concentrate all your thoughts upon the work at hand the sun rays do not burn until brought to a focus that's pretty cool right So there you have it. Folks, shiny object syndrome. In this episode, the crew talks about gaining and losing focus on tasks. We cover topics that range from distractions, unfinished projects, multitasking, social media, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Daniel Goleman and Alexander Graham Bell. Thanks again for joining us. Guys, don't forget to visit the website